Hello and welcome to the Hindu Business Line podcast. My name is Mohammad Rayan. I am a big fan of movies. I also spend a fair amount of time looking through the screenplays of the series and the movies that I watch. I find it really interesting how screenwriters work and bring out their imagination on screen. This quest to learn more about screenwriting eventually made me get in touch with Siddharth Jain. In 2018, Siddharth Jain founded The Story Inc, which claims to be one of India's largest book-to-screen adaptation company. Story Inc has set up over 200 plus books across 50 production houses. It represents 250 authors and exclusively controls the screen rights of more than 500 books. Understand more about how Story Inc functions. I interviewed Siddharth Jain. I also asked him how a screenwriter can sell his screenplay to an OTT platform. Tune in to listen more. I would love to know how you got into the cinema industry and how you started the Story Inc. Well, I got into producing in this industry almost 18-19 years ago, hmm. and by accident, I used to run a dot-com company. I had done my masters in finance, and I sold my company to to eBay India. Then I went to Los Angeles to meet a friend. I met some American producers and directors, and somehow I connected with some people, and we decided to work together. And then I worked with this American studio. It's a production house run by these two Americans, and I worked there for five years, and that's how I got into the business. Hmm. So I worked in Hollywood for a couple of years. I got into the business on that side, and then I realized all the action was happening in India. So then I started focusing on Bollywood, and last fifteen years I've been kind of focused on the Bollywood industry in Bombay. And then I worked across studios like Ad Labs, and I started my own company, which was like a script house called Irock Films. Ultimately, 2015, I joined Hotstar. and they were launching the platform there's what the hotstar focused on the creative strategy of the platform in 2017 i left hotstar because i figured that with the entry of so many ott platforms in india there will be a demand for more talent and also more stories when all the other agencies are focusing on talent management nobody was focusing on the story aspect of what to make so i thought i should start a company which would basically find stories sell the stories and be that one point of contact for a producer to go and find a story mm-hmm. so hence the story inc happened in 2018 and now we just finished 5 years of story and it's been a great time because you know i have been part of the development side of the projects since almost 20 years so this comes naturally to me so my experience and skill is in working with writers authors so finding stories is something which i love i love telling stories and it's you know kind of you know became something that was of use to the industry i believe we have to do things which are useful you know to the ecosystem hmm. and if were useful then there will be a business model around it we as the go we also realized that producers once they buy a story they also face the problem of how to develop them to scripts hmm. package right. the talent taking it to the platforms for pitching and financing yeah. so then we also got into producing under a different company called house of talkies right and that's our other brand and from that we produce our first series trial by fire yeah so i have been as i mentioned earlier you know following 
story in Instagram page and yeah. I see you how you and your team quite often share about which book has been adopted. So can you talk about what are the factors that is considered like when you select a story, a book? So what do you think, what works and then how do you, you finally decide, okay, this can be made into a TV show or else a movie? So see, it's a very complicated process, you know, when it comes to what story can actually become a project. Yeah. So basically, stories have to be converted into projects yeah. for them to get financed. What story can become a project that has various factors and elements, right? So for example, is it fresh enough for the film world? Or if it's a series, does it have the binge quality? Does it have multiple tracks for a series? You know, plot A, plot B, plot C. For a film, it's simpler. It can be a single plot story. Which kind of talent will it attract? What kind of screenplay writers and directors would be appropriate for it? Hmm. What kind of actors would be attracted to this in their scheme of their career? You know, yeah. you go to an actor or a director, they have their own career crafts. So hmm. it should also be interesting as a project for them to come on board. But yeah. it's such a collaborative medium. If my director feels that he doesn't want to make a film like this, hmm. or most directors feel that this is not a subject that they are interested in, hmm. then like even if we think the story is good for screen, but if it can't get the right directors and filmmakers, it will not get made. That then ultimately, it's also the execution. How difficult or easy will it be to execute a story like this? Yeah. Does it have a lot of you know VFX or does it have a lot of large scale sets which are required or too many mm. locations, a lot of foreign travel, large number yeah. of crowds, is it period, is it mythology? Oh. That then comes into play, which then affects the budget. Yes. And then, we have to gauge whether in the studio system or the financing system, is their appetite and interest in a project of this type, genre, talent and budget. Mm -hmm. All of these factors, when they come together, will actually decide the fate of a project, whether it'll actually get made or not. It's very yeah. complicated. There is no single formula. There okay. is no single way of doing it. Mm -hmm. It comes with a lot of experience and instinct and gut. So it's a process that can't be documented easily. So there's a formula, but mm -hmm. it largely, I think it's experience driven and you know, instinct driven. Right. So once a book is adopted, the okay to made into an OTT show or a movie. Mm -hmm. So what happens next? See, what happens primarily is that once a project gets greenlit, so I think there's a lot of writing that happens first. So the scripts get finalized. And as the scripts get finalized, the process of casting, location, mm -hmm. set design, the crew comes on board, the cameraman, yeah. the editors, the director, and the whole team gets set up. That process is called pre-production. And once all the all the elements and all the crew is in place, the budget, then there's a schedule that gets made. How many days will it take to shoot something? Then it goes into the production. When actually the shooting starts, shooting can be in sets, on location, in different cities, with you know different different elements that come into place. Once the whole shooting is done, it can take anything between one month to six months, depending on the series or film of you know how difficult or easy it is. And then it goes into post production phase. In post production, they will do the editing, the sound design, color direction, and all of that then takes a couple of months. And then, you know, it kind of gets ready for marketing and distribution to figure out the marketing strategy. 
the post trailer, the day of release, the time of release, etc. Mm. Et so this whole process can take anything between one to two years, depending on how easy, difficult the scale of, you know, yeah. the is. So, you know, when it comes to movies that release in theaters, Usually the metric that is seen is how good it does in the box office. Yeah. I've always been curious, like when it comes to OTT, what are the factors OTT platforms like Netflix or Disney Hotstar consider to make sure that this show or else a movie is successful and if it can be renewed or a sequel can come up? So largely, you know, OTTs will have you know, a couple of metrics. Hmm. So one is, for example, watch time. You know, so if it's a series of eight episodes, how many people are watching all the episodes? How many people are completing mm. a show? So completing a show is very important. The watch time, if it's very high, then mm. that's, uh, that's a positive. Also, what's important is that in that month of release or the week of release, how many new subscribers have come on board the platform to watch that? Mm. So if somebody's not a subscriber, but he sees a show and he says, oh, that's compelling how to subscribe to it. Mm. So how many new subscribers come in, onto the platform? Of yeah. those, how many new subscribers who've come to the platform and actually watching the huh. show film first? I think an aggregation of all of these parameters, if all of these numbers are high, compared to the budget, if it's a very big budget show, then you need more people to watch. Mm-hmm. Make it viable. If it's a small budget film, few people are watching it, that also may mean, you know, it's done well. So yeah. all of these factors really then come together for a platform to decide whether they should make a sequel or not. That's interesting. So, you know, of late, you must have seen that there's been a lot of backlashes, you know, movies getting cancel call, boycott yeah. trends and all those sort of things. So do you think that is making producers concerned and probably changing their marketing strategy before the release of a movie? Well, I think producers have definitely become more careful in terms of like, you know, taking legal opinion on their story and script, mm. showing a series of film to lawyers. To make mm. sure that it, you know, doesn't offend someone. See, you know, you know, the thing about the Indian constitution that says we have the right to do what you want to do as a citizen of a democracy. Mm. also have the right to get offended. So if somebody gets offended, it's his right. Mm. And as filmmakers, we have to be careful and sensitive about these things. I have started from the film industry. Right. And now we're coming to streaming. In the film industry, last 20 years that I've been part of it, we are always used to having a sense about so we are used to, uh, you know, being censored. Right. And censorship is not new. In fact, on streaming, it is self-censorship. With the movie, there was a censor board. So a censor board is okay. Then the producer would be like, carefree. Mm-hmm. Censor board is okay. I have nothing to worry. But mm-hmm. in the OTT world, there's a censor board approving my, my film or show. So if there's no censor board, I'm still open mm-hmm. to a problem that can, you know, crop up after it's released. I actually feel the censor board was more you know, peaceful as a process for us. Because mm-hmm. as a producer, when the censor board is clear, I'm not worried about anything. But he can still get offended and that matter can still go to court. Mm-hmm. But these Twitter trends and all, I feel they are just largely, I think they're not that important. I don't think they're, they represent the large part of the audience. Mm-hmm. I think it's more for marketing and hype. I don't pay attention mm-hmm. to Twitter trends. But yeah, if somebody gets offended mm-hmm. by speaking in the country, that needs to be addressed. Hmm. So I don't feel that it's a big problem for us. Hmm. As creators, we are smart storytellers. And we right. should we should tell the story to an audience. Because hmm. the audience is accepting. Yeah, there are some stories that might be tough to tell. And hmm. they might be sensitive issues. And hmm. they will offend people. Or they hmm. will feel the truth that cannot be told. Yeah. And that's a world that we live in. 
and it is sensitive it can get scandalous and we have to hmm. be careful about it especially if you're dealing with you know international companies hmm. which are operating in the country they are more sensitive to these things yeah. so it's a domestic company they will still take more risk but yeah. i think international brands that are operating in india they're still more careful about you know getting into a controversy that's not required because their job is not to get a controversy yeah their job is to offer entertainment to this you know their mm. subscribers and as producers we are pretty wary about it. that's a good point so speaking about the last point of the answer you just said do you think when there's a lot of boycott calls and you know all these trends that's happening in social media that also changes the way how a story is written and probably even makes a creative artist to be very careful with the way how he tells the story as in since it's it's in in the form of like a very subtle censorship to themselves so do you think that is happening or are producers just careful no 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 we are definitely with artists and by artists i mean writers and filmmakers and everybody you know they are sensitive now they have to be more aware see because there are two things right one is you are an individual artist you can yeah. go and paint what you want to paint and the other is the business of entertainment Hmm. Moment is a business of entertainment. There's money at stake. There is there's lot of things at stake. Then one has to be more responsible, and it's just not a medium for an artist. Hmm. See, filmmaking is a collaborative medium. It's not one artist, you know, yeah. making a part. Right? Hmm. Filmmaking is like there's no one director. He can't make a film on his own. Yeah. You need actors. You need you need a crew of hundred fifty people, two hundred people to make something. It's a collective piece of art. Hmm. I think. this obsession of one artist trying to voice something i tell them write a book go and write a blog go into it you have to make a film or a <laughs> film is serious serious business it, it provides livelihood to hundreds of people right okay. it's a business it runs homes and families it has to be treated with that respect responsibly and you have to be aware you know of the people in your country okay. and you have to understand the rules and regulations there's a okay. code of conduct there is a line of morality legality ethics all of these things yeah. so when you're running a business you have to be run the business like a responsible person mm-hmm. and it is not just a medium for a single artist to voice something for yeah. that there are like other better mediums to do that mm-hmm. so i think a business of entertainment has to be taken seriously and one has to put with response so generally when any show comes up there's always you know high possibility <clears throat> what i've noticed is either someone comes and says you know this was my story and um, this person stole that or else uh, some some the other aspect of the legal cases this yeah. is very sensitive and it's hurting my sentiments my community things like that so when that happens what are the things that goes be inside the you know the producers room and how do they deal with it i would love to hear about it generally you know when somebody says that you know my story has been stolen we have got writer associations and producer associations that are pretty active mm-hmm. come on board to help solve the matter yeah if something cannot be solved by the associations then yeah. a party can always go to the courts and i think now it's become pretty efficient it's very difficult for anyone to steal a story and mm-hmm. actually make a film out of it because there's a lot of legality that's all involved in paperwork a lot of yeah. due diligence is done by the big studios and corporations i think at a smaller individual level if these things may be happening but hmm. at a large business level at our level it doesn't happen anymore Got so it. you know it's become much more efficient copyright protection 
So I would like to know like how a new screenwriter, how can someone get into the cinema industry and especially into OTT? What are the right ways to pitch their screenplays to a producer or a OTT platform? See, the typical ways you can go and find a producer or a studio and, and write to them directly. But I think now companies and storying exist. So we are the best medium for, for writers to reach out to us. We help them figure if the story is appropriate or not. Mm-hmm. Take to the right producer, director. So services like that we offer are mm-hmm. obviously available to every writer. And yeah. otherwise, they are free to go to any way to producers and directors, reach out to them on social media. It's become much more easier now to mm-hmm. reach out to people. But I think, you know, too many people reach out and mm-hmm. there needs to be a process of curation and filtration. Mm-hmm. Which is what, you know, we do at our end. So, you know, we're trying to do that as much as we can. We get hundreds of submissions every month. Then also, you know, screenwriting is a craft. It's, right. a it's mm. not easy. It's not just like writing a story. So mm. a lot of techniques. So, you know, I think some education, some mm. learning, and lots of writing, rewriting, pitching. is It's yeah. all part of the process. Mm. So one needs to go through all of it. But I think there are opportunities for writers for sure. When it comes to looking at your career, I, you have worked in a very diverse production houses, both in Hollywood and Bollywood. And then you have also been involved in production of movies and TV shows and such. If someone who wants to make a career in the cinema industry, what do you think would be the ideal way to get into the sector? So given that we are now in a place where it's become very professional, I think the ideal way is to do a course or get some education from the right place. The other thing is, you know, you need to understand that it's a very difficult industry. It's not easy. It's not quick. It's not just glamour. It's a very small industry with very few opportunities. And there are lacks who are trying to get into it. It's highly competitive and it's very specialized. So, you know, education and patience and perseverance, all these Mm. three factors, I think are most important. Self-assessment has to be correct. You know, are you the right person for this job in this industry? Just Mm. because it's your hobby to watch movies doesn't make you the right person for it. That's the classic thing I keep hearing. I love watching movies. I watch movies all day. I want to be Mm. a It doesn't work. Being a creator and being an audience are two very different things. It's like saying this, you know, I love to travel and I want to be a pilot. Dude, no, mm. it doesn't work like that. Being Correct. a pilot is a very different thing and, you know, loving travel are two different things. So that awareness and guidance is very important for all your listeners who aspire to be in this career. It's a lot of craft and skill. While we use a lot of intuition, mm. but the best way to is to arm yourself with the right education, the right experience, mm. experiment with this and then see if this career is the right for in the past few weeks, you must have seen how this AI tools like Chat GPT is becoming a trend. Fiction writers are using it to structure their plots and such. And at the same time, I've also seen a lot of interesting digital tools like Stable Diffusion, which is making a lot of interesting VFX. Do you think now in this stage, AI is eventually going to become a part of the cinema industry wherein we are going to use that tool to enhance a productivity or else just the quality of the story? So two things, you know, I believe that never underestimate a technology, you know, can always surprise you. But I think the other end, I think storytelling is a very emotional medium. It's not intelligent. So mm. intelligence is not the main ingredient of storytelling. It's right. emotional. Artificial intelligence is not a parameter for me to, mm. to write a script. We have artificial emotions that Correct. will match human emotions. Then maybe I think it could be a substitute. Mm-hmm. Till then, I think it'll just be a lot of 
conversation chatter we'll see i mean i said you know technology can can surprise us mm-hmm. but outside read a script that works for me i i don't think it's it's a solution to our problems struggle to write screen plays by writers is real this is great this is great so thank you so much for doing this that once again really appreciate for taking the time and agreeing to do this interview thank you for listening to the hindu business line podcast my name is mohammed rayan do consider subscribing to our journalism and stay tuned for more